Hi, and welcome back to another episode of the Victim to Victor podcast. I'm Anu, and I am your host. And in today's podcast, we'll discuss the complex post-traumatic stress disorder, as well as its causes, symptoms, and most importantly, how it manifests. I've already mentioned PTSD in a few previous episodes as it is a disorder which lies close to my heart due to having been a sufferer for many years and I hope that by talking openly about this topic I can help increase understanding around mental health and break down stereotypes and take the taboo out of something that like physical health affects us all. Many people are still ignorant to mental health and don't treat it seriously because it's not really visible. Phrases such as pull yourself together, try harder, you can help it, it can't be true, put it behind you, it happened years ago, are only a few remarks which I've heard and it drives me insane. I used to be so scared when approaching the topic of mental health. What if people thought that I was crazy? What if they didn't believe me and thought that I was making it all up for attention? Would they take me away from my family? And would I still have friends? Today we'll be talking about the complex PTSD, also known as CPTSD. You may be wondering what the distinction is between complex and other types of stress disorder. Well, complex post-traumatic stress disorder differs from simple post-traumatic stress disorder in two different ways. The trauma is actually more prolonged or repeated and the symptoms are more intense. CPTSD can develop in both children and adults and develops as a result of repeated trauma over a long period of time through emotional, physical harassment, sexual harassment, domestic violence, human trafficking and other organised abuse rings are some examples of this. CPTSD is most seen in children whose trauma happened when their brains were still evolving and they were learning who they were as individuals. Extreme trauma disrupts the entire course of their growth because they are still underdeveloped. According to the trauma model, children who are subjected to repeated acts of emotional, psychological or physical violence and neglect develop CPTSD. They may also develop in children who have been subjected to slavery, human trafficking, sweatshop, labour, conflict, or survivors of concentration camps and cults. Being betrayed, defeated and shamed are all examples of abuse that can lead to CPTSD. The reason children are vulnerable to forming CPTSD is that they do not have the cognitive or emotional skills to understand what is happening to them, since the abuse and neglect of which they suffered from actually happened from people whom they knew and trusted. To admit to themselves now that these same people want to hurt them is actually quite similar to emotional suicide, so they use other means to actually manage the trauma. The psychological implications are enormous, leaving the child's core beliefs a complete mess about who they are, what they are. This tangled mess becomes even more complicated by flashbacks, nightmares and other symptoms which are worse in adulthood. Often children experiencing interpersonal traumatic events experience difficulties in their minds and some choose to dissociate themselves from the events entirely. The symptoms of CPTSD can be life-altering and cause severe disabilities such as many different forms of mental health disorders. 
The emotional damage that precludes CPTSD can lead to prolonged feelings of terror, worthlessness, helplessness, and the warping of the identity and self in children. Illnesses in adulthood are directly attributable to trauma in childhood, such as problems with immune system disorders, diabetes, and heart disease. Survivors report having a hard time feeling, expressing, and managing their emotions. After experiencing an intense emotion such as elation or sadness, survivors frequently feel numb and incapable of rebalancing their moods. The re-experiencing of childhood trauma and flashbacks are a common symptom that all survivors face. Trauma survivors with CPTSD may have trouble with their close family relationships or friendships and they may have problems with communication, trust, closeness and problem solving. These problems may affect the way that the survivor acts with others. Survivors also tend to experience feelings of loneliness and lack the skills to establish relationships. The fear of trusting another human being who wouldn't hurt them traps these survivors in a tangle of feelings which include a strong desire to hide and a failure to attempt to trust others, as well as a desperate desire to be loved. Some survivors, on the other hand, go the other way and place too much faith in others, leaving them vulnerable to victimisation by people who would repeat the pain and abandonment from the past. Self-perception is another issue which many survivors face, including myself. Like all humans, every day I wake up to a different version of me. Will I be happy or sad? Will I feel safe or scared? It's not that I am unstable, I have grown to become a master of me. I like to think of myself as a warrior in my own right because I face invisible battles every day. But we all have our own battles, whether we have been diagnosed or not. Do you know what mood you will be in when you wake up tomorrow? Sometimes it just becomes too difficult to control and to balance our emotions so we can never really be sure how we will feel from one day to the next. Many survivors realise that they've been ignoring the symptoms for a very long time, that they were partly in denial and partly worried about telling people because they didn't want to face the reactions of others and so often refused to tell anybody what was going on until it becomes too late. Survivors of childhood abuse frequently struggle to see themselves as valuable and deserving of integrity and respect, which is usually as a result of the messages that they received from their abusers. Many victims feel that they are deeply flawed or irreparably impaired as a result of the caregiver signals. They believe that they do not fit in this universe as though they are a failure and shouldn't have even been born in the first place. Survivors are left feeling powerless, hopeless and helpless as a result of this. Regrettably, many survivors may even develop an emotional attachment to their abusers and may feel that they are themselves fabricating facts about people who may have harmed them, or worse, that they deserve to be treated unfairly in the first place. This would be due to them suffering from low self-esteem. Many people find it difficult to break free from their abusers, particularly if the abuser is someone whom they cared for. Even if they are mindful of the harmful acts that they suffered as a child, or if they are currently suffering, telling the truth about a loved one may feel like ultimate betrayal. Although most of the symptoms mentioned already are present in many people, they may or may not be present in all. This is crucial to remember because survivors have unique life experiences. It's also important to remember that comparing one person's childhood or trauma experiences to those 
of another is similar to comparing apples and oranges. The only thing that they have in common is that they are both almost round and contain seeds. One person's trauma is neither better nor worse than another's. The level of hopelessness and despair that survivors often experience, as well as these greater meanings assigned to the suffering, can fluctuate greatly over time. There may even come several years where things no longer feel so bleak or as though you were conned of a meaningful life. But as more layers of trauma are processed in therapy or new memories are bubbled to the surface, you may wrestle with it more as new feelings strike a devastating chord inside the chest. This is a common occurrence for many survivors and each plunge can have long-term consequences. There are several ways to cope with CPTSD, but they can be divided into three categories. First, there's diversion, which is a coping strategy in which a person engages in an activity which takes their attention away from the pain and discomfort which they're experiencing at the time. And then secondly, there's calming, which is when someone does something to calm themselves down during a triggering episode. Finally, and thirdly, there's using logic instead of emotion, where you evaluate the situation and determine what steps you can take to support yourself. It's possible that you'll need to seek assistance from your therapist. Perhaps it's a grounding exercise which may help you to get back on your feet. If you feel like you may be suffering from CPTSD, then I need you to know that help is available. Do not suffer in silence. Reach out and seek help. A therapist will be able to help you to discover the traumas of your past and to guide you along a road to discovery. You may also contact me if you would like some tips on how to heal. And you may wish to join my 12-week self-development plan, which is free and aims to guide you on your journey to recovery. You can find the link in the description below. While this episode comes to an end, uh, Victim to Victor is now available on audio and is a book in which I have shared my journey of evolving through self-help and a determination to cast off my damaging past. My goal is to reach out to fellow survivors of abuse and provide hope and motivation in their lives. I hope that I can help victors transform their lives and achieve amelioration in the process of discovering their true self. Please like this podcast and tag or share it with somebody who you know who may be going through a similar situation and may need help. I will be back with another podcast soon. Until then, take care and stay empowered, my friends.